do audio. Okay. Let's audio and video. We got everything going in. Um, King Baggins, this is fucked up. Um, but the show must go on. We're professional. We're we not going to leave you hanging. We know y'all want to talk about these things, and we want to talk about them too. We like Destiny's Child when Michelle fell down. She had to get back up. And keep it going. <laughs> All that you, Jim Jones, when he fell off the stage. Yep, had to get back up. And do you have men on your face? I have a little man on my face. All <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. He's, uh... Shout out to Roblox. Mm-hmm. So, um, he's comfortable. All right, he knows where home is. He knows where home is. All right. So, um, we're doing this literally from my phone. So there's no mics. There's no nothing. So is this familiar, ladies? With men all over your face. Little men all over your face. Wow. Oh. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> she, she was shooting herself. Yeah, escalated. <laughs> <laughs> escalated <quickly. laughs> um, Lungs is not in the lashes. You right? Am I right? Am I right? Yo, you got shot in the eye? It's not fun. I mean, I just, just wonder if never happened. Make sure I ran. Mm-hmm. And then your lashes be fucked up. Like, I've been trying to tell her, don't, don't, don't aim for the eyes. If I, if I got lashes, please don't come in my eyes. But if you don't have on lashes, then I don't mind it as much. But yeah, no. oh. lash lash glue and semen do not mix. Wow, the things that I never think about, <laughs> the things that us men never you think don't about. Don't worry about it, but that shit burns your eye turn red, and then your lashes be fucked up. You gotta take the whole shit off. Your lashes get all stiff, so they be all like. <laughs> I, I shot myself in the eye before. Yeah, Did you? It happens in business. <laughs> you, you, yeah. Damn. You know what's funny? No, I don't know what's funny. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. Don't live, nigga. I don't. A girl was it's telling me. Like, I never will. <laughs> a girl was telling me that a dude did that, and I'm like, "Is he retarded? Like, that's how did he even? That, that's the most mind blowing thing I've ever heard. How, how did he? How?" And then it happened to you, and I was like, "Oh, oh. yeah, yeah. I guess that's how." He got a little too excited, no? Gotta come everywhere. I don't fix a lot of kids. Just don't get nothing in my head. We were talking at the um, we saw my Monica at the uh, kickback today. We saw a Monica Lewinsky. Well, actually, what I said was uh, I was trying to name. Right, I was trying to name a name a woman. Oh, okay, well, shit. This is a roundabout story, but this is the story. We were talking about NBA players and money. Yeah. And I was saying, I was Shaq, um, was on Earn Your Lisa podcast. Yeah. And it was like, guess what I own? Neither. I own Elvis Presley and Marlon Monroe. And everybody was like, oh, because he, he, they, their trademark belongs to a company. Yeah. And he owns, he's a majority shareholder in that company. Well, probably a minority. So he owns that. And I was saying, the girl that cheated with the president, the, the girl that fucked the president. Monica Lewinsky. And a young guy said Monica Lewinsky. I was saying Marilyn Monroe because she fucked JFK. Oh. Yeah. But the young dude was like, well, you say a girl did something with the president? Yeah, everybody Monica Lewinsky. Yeah, everybody and I was like, that's fair. Because you would, you're, you're 25. You yeah. would think that. Shit. But everybody would. Right. Because, I mean, because, because point, it was such yeah. a scandal. And it was, it I was mean, Marlon, we're automatically going to go to Monica Lewinsky and Bill Clinton. We're not going to go but back that far. How, how would you categorize Marilyn Monroe? I didn't know how, who else to say she was. 
She was a singer and entertainer. It was a singer and entertainer. That's anybody. I mean, I was what was to, your what were you trying to get across? You were just I was trying, trying to say to her name. Her. But I couldn't you could have done the lady with the dress who blew up over the the vent. Yeah, that's yeah. Because everybody knows her from that. The dress that's really like, yeah. All I had to make was she fucked the president. The bitch was fucking the president. And everybody was like, Monica Lewinsky. And then I finally was like, oh, Merlin Monroe's her name. And I see that. But I wasn't mad that he said Monica Lewinsky. But that led us into discussion about, well, technically they didn't fuck. She gave him head. We talked about Linda's trip and her and the trip with the dress. She gave him head. He stuck a cigar for her hoo-ha. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. And smoked it. Yeah, I didn't know that part. Yeah, I, I knew it, but I forgot it. Bill Freak. Bill might have been black. People said Bill Black. He might have been black. He got some black in it. Um, but I was also getting, was getting to the point of how did he not on a dress? I was spit as a quitters. So she's a loser. Because how did he not get on a dress? Now that well, you know what? The yeah. only he way to not, fit. the only way not to be on a dress is if he is if she did a Kirk Cobain. And she shot herself. Pow, 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 pow. She, she committed suicide. If she did that, then it makes sense that it was on the dress. But I'm like, how did that get on the dress? Yeah, that, I mean, that I doesn't mean I, that she I, spit. Like, that definitely does not mean that she spit. What does it mean? She let it drip out? Yeah. He was like, let me come on your face. And then he just got bad aid. I mean, well, technically, that could be true. But my joke, my, my joke was funny. <laughs> yeah, my, so, my joke was funny. When I was spit as a quitters. Unless she was committing suicide, Kirk Cobain. Too soon. Too soon. He's been there for like 20 years. Too soon. Too soon. So, moving on. Um, Damn, you got bitches calling you? Oh, no, it's the whole life. Mm. Make sure I didn't die. She might die. Come home, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> These kids driving me crazy. And speaking of kids, Dr. Dre, uh, what right. the fuck story are we? Um, apparently, allegedly, is a 38-year-old daughter who was living in her car. Mm -hmm. um, now, I've heard different things. Um, one thing that I've heard that I, I, I want to get credence to, because this wasn't my argument, was that apparently he gave her a bunch of chances and was giving her a lot of money and stopped, and now she's homeless. I didn't know that. My thinking is, I will not have a child that's homeless. Nigga, if I were gonna work a, worth a fucking billion dollars, just not reason why I'm 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 just not. Now I may have a bad relationship with the child. I may not fuck the child. I can't imagine having a child that's homeless. Yeah, no. And there were a lot of people defending it. Like, well, well she dirty eight. She should be doing this. She should be doing that. And I just so disagree. I know a handful of people, and at first I used to hate on this, but now I understand. This is what life should kind of be like. Who live with their parents in up until their thirties? I was kicked out at eighteen. So niggas, I was with their parents at 20, 25, 30. I was like, "What kind of privilege shit is this?" Yeah, that, is, that is definitely but privilege. It's not. It's less that, common I, I, I black families than it is anybody else. But, but I know black families. All only know black people. Yeah, I'm just saying That's it's bad, less bro. common than <laughs> us. But I don't know black. So you're right, but the people I'm talking about are black. And I watched those people excel. I watched them do, some people do frivolous shit. Like, I need my purse. I can go buy this and yeah. buy that and do this. And look at me, I bought all of this shit. And then I know some people who live with their parents who stacked their bread yeah. and made 
you know, when they left the parents' house, they bought a house. Mm-hmm. Yes. And, then, and I know some people who live with their parents, and then the parents moved, and they didn't move. The parents got another house and left them the house. Left them the house, yeah, they needed, yeah, they needed yeah, so, the right, I think that it's a good thing yes. to treat your kids that way. Yes. I think um, that's how you, I think, begin generational wealth. That's how yes. you stop the, the financial curse. Yes. You know what I'm saying? I was keeping on 18. It's all those things. I was, like, I was, I was still fucked up. <laughs> I, wasn't, I wasn't given that opportunity. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, when, my, when I was 16, my mom passed, and my dad wasn't going, like, he tried to be the one to take care of me, but, like, my friend's mom didn't take care of me. And then when I moved on campus, like, from then on, it was me on my own. You know what I'm saying? And, until I had to move back in with my dad, but that was more as a caretaker position. So it wasn't like he was taking care of me. You know what I'm saying? So I wasn't allowed that. Now, if I ruled them with, like, the Joneses, that'd be something totally different. I probably would be, like, way better off financially. But they, they wouldn't go up in their and I don't blame them. Like me and my sister are only five and a half years apart. Like, no, I don't. I don't blame them enough at all for that. And I'm very thankful for my independence. But I see the benefit of being able to be at home for that longer period of time, and seeing how people who have been able to stay home longer have been able to flourish financially because they've been able to stack their money. Or like fuck off and do whatever with their money and they come back and, and regroup because their parents have been there, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. To take care of them, well, to help them out. So I'm not opposed to it. Like that's how a lot of a lot of other um races do it. Black people are the ones who be like hell bent on kicking their kids out exactly. at eighteen. Definitely. And that shit is not beneficial to us was, as a whole in the in, in the community. Like me, it me fucks and, us up. Me and I was gonna speak for like three years. Because when I was on my own, she got fucked up. I was like, hey, I need to come back home yeah. for about a year or something and get my shit back. She's yeah. like, nah, nigga, you good. I'm like, really? <laughs> 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 I, I asked me to do it. Mean, it made me strong. It made me more independent. It made me, I went through the bullshit. Right. So a lot of shit can't really shake me now. Okay. Because I went through the worst. Like, I was like, as a kid, I'm like, I'll never sell drugs. How black people were strong. And I never, I got in a situation, and had to make other decisions. Um, so I understand, and I don't regret that. It made me tougher. It made me stronger. It made me more adventurous. Like, nigga, I, I made a living selling CDs. Yeah. It made me an entrepreneur. It made me a hustler. It made me a hustler. Yeah. That's the best word. It made me a hustler. Um, but it would it would have been so much a more pleasant life. Mm-hmm. Now, I didn't mean to take us off of this, and I know it's gonna be abrupt. Unless you want, you want to address this real quick well, before I go back to Dr. Dre? Yeah, I would say that I think what y'all are talking about is different than their situation a little bit. Because I do believe that you know, in, in, our, in our community, we need to kind of hold all hold the, the children a little bit longer until they're financially stable, especially like other cultures do. Like if you look at the Hispanic culture, mm-hmm. the Chinese culture, they'll keep them in there until they get married, mm-hmm. until they get a job, until they get out of school. Indian so when, culture. So, so when they get any culture, so when they do step out, all their they money ready. is ready to kind of build their future. And then the same thing with you say with the house. Like sometimes like, look, why am I staying in a big house if I'm and I'm and I'm ready to downsize? So you take my house, take my ownership, you can use this equity 
that, that, that I've already built in there to kind of create a better life for yourself. I think with her situation, you know, with is is a little different because him and her have issues with each other um, about things she said in the past, and he's he technically cut her off for other reasons outside of not I don't want to take care of you. So it's you know so it's kind of a, a different little relationship. But no, I definitely believe like which I talk about in that community, we gotta kind of you know look for look towards the future a little bit more so than we do. Like uh, I'm. I'm Mel's father figure. No. So stop saying that shit. <laughs> no. I'm never gonna cut Mel off. That is not the like, fucking case. Like, if if Mel needs me, who watches this show, knows that that's not the case. I'm just saying. If you need the father me, figure in my life is Walter Jones. Uh, okay. Walter Jones down the line. Same no, Jones. it's not. If you not need if me, my child. Like stop. I'm there. Stop. I'm not gonna ever. Stop. Different. Stop. He said, same trying to break them up made me and him go at it and this the security guards pounced on us which made us defend ourselves against the security guard so you went for fuck you nigga oh y'all pushing both of us fuck y'all then so it, nigga shit this nigga shit yeah. nigga shit yeah. went from yeah. fighting each other to fighting security for trying to like brothers oh jesus 
I can hit him, but you can't. <laughs> hey, man. That's, that's, that's how the locks are moving. You said that earlier, too. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, I mean, that Jada energy going. That Jada energy. Um, but, uh, shout out BG. And um, I just don't think that I would let my kids be homeless. Mm-hmm. I'm just, I'm just, I can't do that. I can, you know, chastise you. I can cut you off from a good life. I can cut you off from the life that, as my child, you may deserve. Okay, so you saying like, look, I need you, something that ain't gonna be well. Okay, yeah, yeah. all right. So you saying like, look, all right, I'll pay for this type of apartment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm gonna put you a new apartment. You, you can live with. What if she's like, I don't know, I don't want that. I want something else. Goodbye. So then you leave room. No, I, I still get the apartment and give her the key and see what she do with it. You gonna sleep in your car versus that apartment? Right. I'm a billionaire. I can I spend $12,000 for a year, and if you blow it off, you blow it off. I can do that. I, I'm going to get the joke. I'm going to give you the key. You're I he, he was pissed that she was, she, she was in the past, she had spoken about him publicly. So what, I mean, what did she say? I don't know. I, I don't know, but it was like, it, it was. It was right, it, it, yeah, it was her speaking about him negatively publicly. What I didn't like about this situation is, yeah, they, they saw that that situation, but they didn't say all the years that he was taking care of breathing. Like, so, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's why, you know, so I had some type of issue with it. Like, I'm not a father to you, You was a father. How would you handle that situation? I would pray that I do a better job raising my daughter that she doesn't feel a certain level of entitlement. If I knew that she was trying, then I would do whatever I could to kind of help her out. But it's kind of tough, though, and, and I know this sounds sexist, but I would probably treat my daughter like different than I would my son. Like, I might be okay with that motherfucker being home. Like, if I gave you everything, and I told you, and I put you on a plan, and you go behind my back and start talking to me and all that stuff, talking about me and all that stuff, and putting family business public, I might, it, it might be, it might be some, t- some tough love that's necessary. With a daughter that's a little bit tougher, but I'm trying not to be sexist. That's why I'm trying to give her, like, all right, maybe, you know, she said something you can't go back from. But I'm like, look. <laughs> my daughter ain't gonna lie, I'm a little bit different. Like, all right. Well, I know she gets you up from her face. Yeah, you are. I already know who's going to win. That's why I asked. Exactly. That's why it, 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 it's just different. But, you know, that's his first, that's his first Father's word. And, and he, he is a little ruthless, and maybe, you know, his history. A little you know, ruthless. Yeah, his, his history <laughs> kind of like, no, you know. Andre has a reputation of beating women. Exactly. So, like, you know, so respect someone different, you know, to a certain yeah. extent. Yeah. I couldn't let my daughter be, I couldn't let anybody I care about be homeless. I have allowed multiple people to live with me when they were homeless. Yeah. Um, not one, not two, multiple. But in return, I have two. my uncle and my aunt took me. Well, I never got to homeless. I got put out in 98 and I just started hanging up my cousin's house. I was just there all the time. Yeah. And my other cousin, I was going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And then one day, one of my aunts and uncles, one set, just bought another bed. And that's when I knew they knew I was, because I thought I was playing it off. Like, I'm really, yeah. I'm over at everybody's house. Yeah, yeah, I'm Nobody there. knows what's going on. You know what's going on. And then one day, I went in that joke, and my cousin's bedroom, because it wasn't a big house, it was multiple bedrooms. Uh, well, it was multiple, they were occupied. Yeah. And in his room, because I was sitting on the floor, one day, um, I, I had a job, I was working, and he brought me home, well, 
he picked me up from the train station and brought me back to the house. And his bed was gone. It was two twin beds in there. And he walked in like, that's what something about that. Like, old family do that, though. Like, you know what I'm saying? He walked in, he both was like, <laughs> they know you're staying in there. Our secret. They, they <laughs> figured us out. out. They figured us out. He probably they know the truth. He probably told them, too. Yeah, yeah. They were like, what's going on? What's going on? Because back then, what's up? What's up? What's up? I was new back then. I was like, where's Ricky? Why is Ricky here? But I was new back then. I'm like, what's up with new? He probably was like, you know, you know. And it just, it touched me. Yeah. To walk in there, I thought it was fucked up for him because he like, I had a bit. Yeah, but he made that sacrifice and they made that sacrifice. Yeah, I call. I've been pissed. I've been pissed at them for like the last. Since I went home from DC and they ain't show up when I brought them class. Yeah. Why they call? Because yeah. now I think about it, he got worse more shit. No, I'm. But no, I'm not a call, man. I've just, definitely been called before. And um, <laughs> did I just throw a net in my fucking cup? Yeah. No, it's still alive, you asshole. Um, man, this mess got to fucking go. I'm about to like start. I'm, I'm about to, I'm, I'm about to put another um, boys in the hood. another dish detergent vinegar. Yeah, show. fix that shit. Um, okay, maybe I did. It's asphalt. fault. Left my door open Friday. But um, he, he, he <laughs> think he fucking sick son. Think he added some packet went on Mars, leaving the door open. I'm gonna leave the door Shut open. Up. I'm gonna leave the <laughs> I've been homeless before, um, and my homegirl Shannon and her mom, like Shannon was away at school at Penn State, and her mother, as soon as I called Shannon, like, yo, me and my girl got put, we got put out of our apartment, paying our rent late, um, and the fucked up part was, I had the rent money, I was going to the leasing office that day to go pay the money, because my sister and my brother-in-law had sent me the money. I came home, I'm walking home on the phone with like either Lindsay or Naughty, and I'm like, yeah, that looks like my comforter. That looks like my sofa. Oh, shit. And uh, yeah, they put all of our shit out. Um, I had no, like, they, they didn't, I didn't even get a notice that we were getting evicted. Like, it was a wrongful eviction in the, like, and that's why to this day, when you when you research me, there's no record of that eviction on my um, credit check. So I, I've been evicted before. Just before you continue, it's really quick. I'm story. Me and my boy H, rest in peace, H, um, lost H two years ago. And one of my best friends growing up, my literally my oldest friend. I don't have a friend that I've known longer than H. Y'all you know, know about JB and Athens Lee. I don't have a friend I've known longer than H. They lost H. Um, Fort Delafield lost H. Um, a couple years ago. And um, we were in my apartment. We knew my rent was super behind. We knew any moment now. I had already moved a lot of my shit. This is before I moved with my cousin. So that's story. And we was in my apartment getting high, watching Jerry Springer or something. You know, this is way back in the early 90s. Like in the, day. the police came, and because we were smoking and they smelled the weed, they ran a background check and H had warrants. So they locked him up. And they put all my shit out. I called my little brother and I was sitting on the porch and he came and we grabbed as much of my shit as we could grab and um, left everything else. Uh, right across, I live right across the street from Curl in Pleasant Hill Apartments. Curl. <laughs> Pleasant Hill Apartments, they was on Riverdale. We went out Riverdale and then we went to um, Fort Washington where Hook was, with a house that I, that I actually had as an adult because his parents left the house to us. Yeah. Um, 
pool in the backyard. We will. I gotta tell you my hot stories for being three niggas who was making good good money and three nice cars, a house in Fort Washington with a pool in the backyard. I'm gonna tell you this one story. Our older cousin had a broken down car. She couldn't leave in her apartment complex. So they'll put it in our garage. We had a garage. Yeah, I think it was two, three kind of garage. It was more than one. And the car was just so long, it was dusty. And what I would do is I would, you know, we had girls come over and get the food. I would tell the whatever girl I like, yeah, come change in the garage. Her car had handprints all over it. And I was bringing bitches all over that job. <laughs> and that's no cap. I don't know if they got in the pains, but when I was bending them over, that car had handprints all over it. And we didn't notice it, because why would we notice it? She noticed it. Like, why does my car have <laughs> this handprints everywhere? And I looked at her going, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, ain't, you ain't wiped yeah. off a little bit? I, I never wiped the car down. It wasn't my car. I didn't think, well, I, I, I wouldn't think it was handprints on it. Yeah, that was just not something I would think of. That guy had to be filthy, something with that hand press on it. Right, right. That's a dusty you got. Why you ain't taking her in the car? The, in the car is uncomfortable. In the car, I only yeah. do if we're at a restaurant and they give you the buzzer, okay, like it's okay. 20 minutes, then I'll do it in the car. But if we in the garage, I'm just, my, one of my rules has been just bent over. I've been doing a repeated desk, been doing a coffee table, been doing a sofa. That's every nigga go to. This is just been over. Nigga be like, been over real quick. <laughs> <laughs> and leave the door open. Open. Man, 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 you ain't never been bent over nothing? Man, I'm looking guilty as shit. No, I, 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 I totally forgot where I was in my story because he totally took my moment as I was telling the story. So. Oh, let's get back to your story. I don't fucking remember. <laughs> I remember. I remember. You, you you call you on the phone with Nadia because so you're comfortable on your sofa and you go oh shit that's my comfort or my sofa. It doesn't even matter now. No come on, we want to hear the story. You were on the phone with Nadia <laughs> or um, Jermaine Dupree and, <laughs> and you saw the comfort on the sofa. Fuck that shit. <laughs> Touchy, touchy, touchy. Well, uh, well, we'll give a shout out to Angela Bassett. She she just signed a contract with the highest paid woman of color in, in television history. I think that's a big deal. Congratulations to her. Um, Jane Will are supporting Upstart companies. Yeah, they kind of um, they um, nonprofit that helps people switch from renters to homeowners. I love it. Jay has been doing things to help the black community. Um, him, LeBron, Will. Um, I like they joined forces too, man. Yeah. The brothers can kind of unite. And they've been doing shit together for a minute. Yeah. They did Carol's daughter. That makeup. Did you ever use Carol's that, daughter? I did. I used to use Carol's daughter before I was purchased by a white owned company. But it just, that whole thing makes me circle back to Dr. Dre. Because I read this thing where they read Dr. Dre for Filth about how. Basically, Dr. Dre is not respected because of how he moves. Right. And Jay and Will are because the difference between the two, well, the three, while Dr. Dre may have a lot of money, he um, has a lot of kids outside of his main family versus yeah. like Will, like he was with his first wife and then he'd been with Jada for like 20 plus years. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know, Jay-Z. 
Shut up. Um, Jay Z doesn't have any outside children. That deal with Trinidad. Just don't give me no money. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Like, you just tell me, like, you know, fuck the whole story. Never mind. All right. Uh, Netflix and chill. (laughs) Like, Suicide Squad. Yes or no? I am the only one that has seen it. I am for it. Uh, I went into it with very low expectations. So, mind you, it is a DC movie, so you should have low expectations. Even <laughs> 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 it's not Marvel. I think the name is DC. Because they'd be fucking up. Oh, it's yeah. It should not be DC. You should be calling um, Marvel. So, what? Huh? Just quit. Call that shit Virginia. Keep the door open. West Virginia. Keep the door open. Um, so bad. I am. So you you, you so ruined two of my stories today. So, what? I can't You did. You did. Because you cut me off in the middle of telling my fucking stories. And, and then I lose track. And then but you I know you, I got a short term memory. I told you what the story is ripped off. It does, that doesn't matter if I don't remember the story. I kept the door open. You know what? Anyway. Shut up. Shut up. Um, Heart to Heart TV. I'm assuming that has something to do with Kevin Hart. Yeah, he yeah. had Miley Cyrus or I don't know. He had one of the white girls. Yeah, that's gonna be an interview, uh, in, uh, an interview show with, with Kevin Hart. Yeah, I think the first one Miley Cyrus. And if you don't know, Kevin Hart has a podcast. It's called Comedy Gold. Dog, no, he's had the biggest comedians. He hasn't had Eddie Murphy or Rich, well, Richard Bryan, rest in peace. He hasn't had Eddie Murphy or Dave Chappelle yet. Oh, he definitely get that extra milk. He's everybody else. He'll, get, he'll definitely get that extra milk. Yeah. Him and Dave Chappelle real cool. You hear what I'm saying? Yeah. He's not interviewing the unknown people. He interviewing the upper echelon. Because Kevin Hart's that nigga right now. Oh, yeah, no, he, he, now he, imagine he, him with your favorite comedian doing an interview, talking about comedy. It is, his podcast is great. It's funny. It's one of my go-to listens when, I, when I'm driving around and shit. Um, it's called Comedy Gold. And um, he he has had some, like, he had Bruce Bruce, which to me isn't a big deal. And but he's he, iconic. But, Bruce, but he Bruce is. He's iconic for how long he's been in the game. He, you gotta say he was on the original company. Right, and, and, and the thing about that is, that's what I would consider a lesser guest. Yeah. So imagine everybody else. Yeah. Monique, I mean, dog, I, I can't even think. Everybody, he's had everybody. He's Kevin Hart. He can get anybody. He's right. had everybody. Um, there are about three or four episodes I haven't listened to because uh, I wasn't too familiar with the com- com- comedians. Okay, but that don't mean they weren't good. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, and Kevin is Kevin. Kevin, he's not the best stand-up comic. He's not the best movie comic, but he does a lot of things just fucking well. That's what it is. He does everything good. Yeah, yeah. Does everything good. Um, and that, that's my top ten podcasts I'm listening to right now. Oh, okay. his, um, uh, Charlemagne. Yeah, he got a new show. His show, The Gods on the Shoot, produced by Stephen Colbert yes. and Aaron Magruder, who is the creator of Boondocks. That should be good. I don't know what that show is about. I haven't been able to figure. It's gonna be an interview show. It's gonna be. A, oh, it is gonna be an interview. It's gonna be an interview show. Also, him and Kevin have interview show battle. 
You know, they have a deal together on Audible where they release books and audio podcasts. They've released one called Shit. I don't know the name of it, but it's black people telling white people. It's white people asking black people questions. And black people are answering them. Can I just give a shout out real quick to Kevin Hart and Snoop Dogg for doing the commentary on the Olympics? The Olympics? <laughs> that was good. And Snoop and the whole the, the horse doing dressage. Oh, and he's saying that it was doing it was crip walking like, but that shit was funny because like when you look at the desk, you you can like see Snoop's legs, but you can't see Kevin Hart's legs like because he's so tiny. Just, just <laughs> shout out to all of that because we'll never have Kevin Hart on the podcast now. Are you short shaped? Man, nigga, I'm short. Okay. I'm five five on a good day. Okay. I'm not eight no Kevin Hart. It's just funny to me because six because Snoop is like six something. And like you do not see Kevin Hart's legs, but you see Snoop planted on the ground. It's like this nigga crip walking. The the horse is fucking crip walking. I gotta put this nigga in a video. That's crazy. I only saw like one or two of those clips. <laughs> but I mean, Kevin Hart and Snoop. Like, was Snoop start doing those shut up boxing matches? Snoop has done everything. Have you seen the meme where the, 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 the he, he does everything? Yeah, he does everything. He definitely does. Shout out to Snoop. Uh, definitely a pioneer and an example of XS, man. And Snoop showed me super duper love when I was on MTV with him, and I was a nobody. And if Snoop treats nobodies that way, I can only imagine how he treats somebody. Hey, look, hey, you can tell because he showed everybody so much love that you can't really, you haven't met nobody that don't mess with Snoop. Yeah, everybody fucking loves Snoop. Snoop got commercials in Australia and in Germany. Snoop was going by Uncle Snoop when I saw him, and I was like, I ain't calling this nigga Uncle Snoop. But he treated me so well. I was like, Unk! What's up, Unk? Because it was like, why are you being so nice to me? I'm literally nobody. Well, not nobody, but as far as fame is concerned, I'm literally not famous. Especially not here. Well, not compared to him. Right. Why are you? Being so nice to me. That's, what the fuck is? That's, that's what, what, what's wrong with you? That speaks to his longevity, though. That's why. Yeah. You, you, you treat you, everybody. You treat people like that. It you know, doesn't backfire. The same. I, I treat the the, the trash man the same way I treat the CEO. Yeah. That's Snoop. That's Snoop. That's Snoop. And it's seems like that's why you, you treat people how you want to be treated. And that's good though, because you hope that people give that same energy, and you never know. So like, you gotta know. Like, look, nah, he literally did. Yeah, I was there. Him and Bishop Don Magic they both treated me like I was a fucking celebrity, and I was not. Um, uh, let's see, uh, Nas's new album, really quickly. He did him and Hit Boy doubled up and did Nas um, King's Disease too. I enjoyed it. He had the Lauryn Hill verse that we played on the podcast. Um, he had some other I'm songs. I'm surprised she showed up to record it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she addressed you in her verse. Yeah, she did. But she wanted, <laughs> I mean, she needed to address herself. Yeah, you never like, ooh, she told y'all. Like, no, we no, don't time. Right. Because like you talking about you being late doesn't negate the fact that negate the fact that you are fucking late all the time. And you leave people waiting for your ass. Like, don't nobody have time to wait for your motherfucking ass for three hours. Fuck out of here. Shit, I, love. I stopped going to L'Oreal concerts because I she's never always went. fucking late. I went to one of the festivals and she was 
keep like we like I saw I think Cole was there, so I saw Cole, and then I think she was coming on after. No. Was like 20, 30 minutes. I'm like, I'm anybody who's just to run away for a Lauren, if you buy tickets to a Lauren Hill concert and fucking heard of me all the time, you are the fool. She deserves to take your money. <laughs> My little sister bought tickets last year. Well, maybe not last year. That was a pandemic. Maybe year before last. <laughs> and she was mad that she didn't show up. And I was like, so yes, <laughs> you can talk all the shit you want to on that Nas track, but Lauren, bitch, you ain't never on time. We gotta call the queen, bitch. Man, fuck yes. Okay. Cause she ain't never. She, I gotta get my energy right. Man, fuck out of here. You got a contractual obligation. Get your ass out there on the she stage and perform. Get your ass out there on Somebody, time and you perform. Should, you should have the stage out there. Man, take somebody else to get your stage out there, but you need to get your shit together and get to these concerts on time. That's why people stop going. People won't stop fucking with you, yo. Like, I'm, I'm sorry. Anybody who who pays to see Lauryn Hill, like you deserve to get your money taken because you know this whole gonna be late. That's like, yeah, I agree. It's like any woman that thinks that I'm, but no. So um, <laughs> before we get as we're getting up out of here, getting Nas's album, I do like it. It's only been three days, yeah, so I can't no, give you the no, full in depth. But um, my favorite song so far is Forty Side. Um, that's the song where he goes OG talk, and he says like, "Don't be mad, sitting and going your way. Get up off your ass. Work harder. Do more. Get your niggas involved and win. Don't don't sit here going shit ain't right." Make it right. And I'm just like, that's the conversation I want to hear. I want to hear that. Fix it, nigga. Okay, so <laughs> you, you, you didn't sell the policies you wanted this week? Do it next week. No, no, fuck me. And we will, man. And we will. And we will. So I love that song. That, that don't get me going. Um, he had a couple moments where he talked about he, he was seeing Muhammad Ali okay. because of what he could have learned. He talks about Lauryn Hill, like I no no not Lauryn Hill. Shit, who's the queen he talked about? I know that Sunday brunch is jump. Putting the teeth out there. That jump, that jump go. Yeah, Sunday brunch. That jump. That go. That jump go. Now aside from message and shit, that jump go. Yeah. I, I was going to the, the message song. Yeah. But you are hundred percent right. That is probably my favorite song on the jump. Yeah. yeah. That jump go. Sunday brunch, mimosas, and, and bad yeah, bitches. I get, I get, it, it, it's, it. it's, it's that. It's just like, how could you not love it? I, I contemplated making that the song today because we record on Sundays. Yeah, but you, you know, yeah. Lauren Hill, she showed up, so you like, yeah. you know. Got yeah, 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 it. Got it. Got it. Because I stopped fucking with Lauren Hill, yo. After me and my sister went to go see her at the Tabernacle, I was like, yo. First of all, oh, yeah, yeah. And she was like down late, and then and then, like I knew that she couldn't perform her songs like how they had been originally produced, but like knowing that and hearing it is two totally different things. Oh, she couldn't perform the songs. No, she still can't perform the songs the way she they were originally produced. What up? She can like sing the word because it's it all it all goes back to how the album was made. So when Lauren was making the Miseducation of Lauren Hill. Um, instead of giving people actual writing credits and stuff like that in the in like the the little album cover and shit like that, she's like, "Oh, we'll take care of you." That's not a like legal thing, you know what I'm saying? And so like, a lot of the songs were written by other people, written or produced by other people. So now she can't 
perform them the way they were originally composed because she doesn't own the rights to those. Like, and they sued her for that shit. So now when you go to a Lauryn Hill concert, you are not getting guys, you know, you better. It's, it's like a totally different composition of it. Like, you won't hear that thing in the original format that you are expecting to hear it in. Like, you know, I know what women expect you to get that thing in the original form. Shut up. If they don't get that thing, I mean, it's over. Shit. And the ain't no thing. Shut up. All right, we out of here. But um, I do want to say shout out to my wife, our Washington Wizards. Uh, Russell Westbrook demanded a trade. We had to accommodate him. Fuck out of here. But what we got back, I am more than happy with. I'm going to. Russell, get your punk ass on. Right. <laughs> And he just made me sound like him. I, I didn't want him. Okay. When he traded John Wall, I was like, I don't want Westbrook. You suck anyway. You don't want him. Finally made me you fall in love with the balls. You're not big shot, Bobby. You don't make you don't make them them, them clutch <laughs> plays in the in, in that moment. You fuck up. <laughs> so fuck out of here. Beat it, cocksucker. We turn John Wall's injury prone, one of our favorite players because he was a wizard, into he got drafted to us, but right into Russell Westbrook, which we then turned into Spencer Dinwiddie, Cal Kuzma, Montrez Hill, KCP, Aaron Holiday, and I. Into Isaiah Todd. Um, the Wizards, this is the deepest Wizard team I've ever watched. I think this is the most well balanced Wizard team I've ever watched. Um, I don't know if it's the best. Nah, it's definitely not. It's, it's too early to tell. So. We, got, I mean, we got longevity I mean, right now, is what it sounds like. You, you can look at it this way. We got Chris Webber, Jawan Howard, Ross Strickland. Yeah. We had Gilbert Arenas, Anton Jameson, Karan Butler. Yeah. We had John Wall, Bradley Beal, Otto Porter. Now we have Bradley Beal, Spencer Dinwiddie, Cal Kuzma, Rui. I think it's going to I think we have a chance to be better because it's Montrez Harrell. Montrez Harrell is technically the second best player on our team. I think it depends. He's a best player. I mean, we, we, have the, we have the ability to be better because of the coach. I think this and is the we have a better coach. This is the first time I've actually felt confident that we have a competent coach. And I think that's what we'll, we'll see. That's what we'll see. I want to say this, and I agree with you. This is the best coach we've had since the 80s. I hope this is okay. I hope that's the case. If that's the Don't case, it's, it's, it, it, it just is what it is. This is the best head coach we've had, um, definitely in our adult lives, yeah. and going back to our early, early childhood. So this is the best coach. Um, Eddie Jordan was solid. Eddie Jordan was solid. Eddie Jordan was solid. But solid. That's it. I didn't. The Princeton offense just didn't. He didn't make adjustments. He like Scott Brooks did, and, and, and that's what it, that was. That was like, issue. Like, when, when Miami beat our ass and Shaq didn't play, like 
Yeah. Okay, they won the ring. But check them playoff series. We got swept. How did Dwayne Wade sweep? We had Gilbert Arenas, Anton Jameson, and Karan Butler. And Miami swept us without Shaq. Come on, dog. That's, that's been an issue. With there was no adjustment. That's why I'm glad we, we, we got somebody who is known for developing players. It and doesn't have defense. It doesn't have an exact offense. Like, look, because in this new NBA, you have to be interchangeable. And most of the guys, they had an offense. Like, Scott Brooks is just one. Just one. What's the offense? I don't know. Motherfucker, just one. It was Eddie Jordan, Princeton, Princeton, Princeton. So it's like, look, we got to be able to interchange and attack what our opponents don't do well. So that's why I like this coach. Yeah, that's why I like him. Remember, I, who, who was my guy? I won the same Brazil. Who the, before I found before, yeah, before I yeah, I think I wanted, I wanted Chauncey. I think you wanted probably Cassell. I think it was Cassell. I think it was Cassell. Oh, he got it. Um, <laughs> um, but when I researched any um, that shit, West Cassell Junior. I was like, no, I don't remember. I switched yeah. quick. I, well, both of y'all know. I was like, no, I don't want to see I don't want to see you because he played development in defense. Um, and he had talked about getting the ball out of Russell's hand. Yeah. So we're going to run the offense through Bradley, through Spencer, and through Denny. Yeah. I think Denny would come off the bench and him and either Neto, which was a big pickup, bringing Neto back. Or Aaron Holiday, they'll take turns running the offense on the bench. Yeah. And, and I really want the starting three to be Kyle Kuzma because of his size. We were getting, especially in the Philly series, but we were just getting exposed for having that three point guard lineup. That was, that was just fucking stupid. No, yeah, no, but no other fucking coach in the NBA would do shit like that. Even if we start KCP at three, Bradley 6'5. Then with his 6'5, KCB, KCP 6'5, or Kuzma 6'10. We can switch everything. Yeah, you can switch one through four, at least. You want, at least. And um, Gafford, when he came, that's when our season changed. Blocking shots, defense, rebound. And he chose not to play him. At, yeah, at, at he, and he's going to be our star. Yeah, let's see. I like it, man. I, I like what the Whistles did. Um, Miami did some things, getting picking up Cal Lowry, PJ Tucker. They're gonna be deep. Um, yeah, they, they, they're gonna be much better. Chicago Bulls did a lot. Lonzo Ball, DeMar DeRozan, they already had Zach Levine and Vucevic. Vucevic, yeah, Vucevic. that's what they gonna have a solid team. They have a solid team. Um, Lakers. Are they your favorite to win the West? I think they have to be a favorite just because you got LeBron, AD, and, and Russ. I think they're a favorite. Then the, the guys that they put around them are. They put shooters around Yeah, they put. They, they, so they, they did the they, right thing. They got legitimate guys. And Kawhi is coming back and he's not. Kawhi never played that season. Yeah, he, he, he might come back for the playoffs. Here, here, here. First on a Barney kickback, Kawhi is not playing this year. If he plays, it's going to be at the end of the year in the playoffs. Look here. That's the shortest we've come back here. I agree with that. So maybe that. That's the only, I think that's the only team that can kind of compete with him. You don't think this is the Suns can? Nah. They had a, they had a. What about Denver with Jamal Murray back? That's a possibility. Um, 
they lost their main coach. No, nah, I think that's, that, yeah, that's still a possibility. Yeah, that's still a possibility. But I think AD gonna play more than five, so that that means he played Jokic. Yeah, I like them odds. Yeah, when he said he could play more than five, LeBron gonna play more than four. Yeah. I was like, then your three and two is your shooters, and that is a monster lineup. And they got all shooters. Wayne Ellington and either Ariza or Wayne Carmelo. Ellington, Wayne Ellington is at forty percent from three. Yeah, put him at the two. He he's the two, no yeah. matter what. Yeah. Now three. Yeah. Carmelo or Reza. Yeah, and then Malik Bud. You know, so they got Malik Bud. Shit, Malik yeah. He's a, he's a legit stud. He, he shot almost forty percent. And who? They signed the young dude. Kid, you know? Yeah. And so they got they got a stud backup point guard who can take over and, and play with LeBron if uh, if LeBron is out or what. So they they they, they built they team solid depending on what they like. You wouldn't think they would have had. They would have been able to build that up with those three contracts. Yeah. All of those guys took some bullshit to come, come play with. They wanted to win. They thought that was their best chance. That's fucking stupid. Brooklyn picked up Patty Mills. I like that move. Yeah, they, they lost mean, Jeff Green, Uncle Jeff. They lost Uncle Jeff. Yeah, they had to uh, lose him because of uh, the way the, um, the contract would work. They wanted him, but they couldn't. Um, really quick, putting everybody on the spot. NFL preseason started. We've only had one, well, I guess, games today. But um, who are your preseason favorites? We'll do it in depth, of course. Yeah. But just right now, who you got in the Super Bowl? Just right now, randomly, just. I would probably say the same thing. I would say Casey and Tampa. Fuck if I know. I have not been paying attention at all to well, what's going on. Well, it's me. So your yeah, answer is nobody? Nobody! I'm on my key sweat shit. I, I honestly have no idea who, um... Who you got? Um... I got the Cowboys. Of course you do. Uh, and that's where and, we end the And the Chiefs. That's where we end the show. Oh no, we out! We had a lot of technical difficulties. We did our best to get through it. There's a part one, part two, part three of it. Um, I don't know what part this is, but uh, thank y'all for tuning in. I'm going to talk to my leasing agent and make sure the power is straight so we never have an issue again. We didn't have it last week. We didn't, but um, that's crazy. Yeah, we, did, we, did, we didn't have it last week. We did a whole episode. It's J. Lou. It's J. Lou. Oh, it's me. Yeah, it's all like, yeah, I think that might be you. Yeah. <laughs>